1: I want to introduce it where I've asked you to turn to Acts 28. In the old building, it had to be 20 or 25 years ago. I preached this text, Acts 28. And it really will explain to you where we're going in 21. I remember the Sunday I preached it. We have a member of our church that from time to time will come up and say the message and give me the text. Where verse 14, my message was, we found brethren. Paul's on the last leg of his journey. And on that last leg leg of the journey, he said, I just got to, I have to get with the people of God. Everywhere he went, he was looking, we found brethren. I can't imagine not trying to find brethren. I can't imagine not wanting to go to Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Wednesday. I can't imagine it. I, 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 I'm still singing the, co- the church choir Sunday morning and the, the college choir Sunday night, what they sang. Sunday morning, Sunday night, those services could not be reduplicated. They were amazing. And the shout and the joy and the freedom in the services. Thank God for the brethren. And the Bible says, verse 14, where we found brethren, we desire to carry with them. Well, sir, you do. When you get around God's people, you want to hang around them. That's what he's talking about. Seven days. So he went toward Rome. And from thence, when the brethren, there's that word again, heard of us, they came to meet us afar as far as Api Forum and three taverns whom, when Paul saw, what did he see? He saw the brethren. He thanked God and took courage nearly now two years you have had a pastor that's had great courage and you've had a pastor who's had great great fear but I find this brother Bertram I come around God's people and the people of God give me courage these men that spoke and these folks that sang tonight what courage they put in my heart I asked my wife, I went home and we got ready and on the way, we were in the garage and she talked about our Thanksgiving list and and I said, did I even make the Thanksgiving list? And she said, you're too. Number one's my salvation. And I said, you know, that's exactly what my first word on my list was, I'm so thankful I'm saved. And she's the second one. If you could see my Thanksgiving list, it's all of God's people. I want to speak to you briefly tonight about the brethren. I tell you what I'm so grateful for. is God's people. All of these men, the preachers that are here, God's people, they'll tell you, we're all so weak. But God would send a deacon by and say, Here's a scripture, or text me, Here's some scripture. I'd go by, it's still yet this last week, and I see ladies, and I see men, and I see teenagers, and I see elderly people kneeling all hours of the day and into the night on these steps out here praying. You go by the other property, you see mothers in the grass out front praying covid's been so good to us men's prayer this saturday night there'll be a great section of men here praying and this section here praying and men in this section and we spill a few over into this section and it's never been this way but the last two years out in the tents we're filled on saturday night people praying the brethren have been such a blessing to me turn back with me if you will to acts 21 on my thanksgiving list as God's people today. I'm so thankful for the brethren. I'm talking about God's people, men, women, elderly, young, youth, college, singles, couples, married, unmarried, widow, widower. I thank God tonight for the brethren. I'm thankful that God put these folks in my heart. God put the, you get discouraged, don't walk away from the brethren. Don't attack the brethren. I'm quitting on church. I'm quitting on God is really what you're doing. We're blaming the church. I'm thankful for the brethren. Acts 21, it came to pass. Let's use the first three verses to introduce it. It came to pass that after we'd gotten them straight course, we came to Coase and the day following to Rhodes and the day following to Petra, He's just going from one place to another and, and finding a ship. We sailed over Phoenicia, went aboard and set forth. This guy is on the move, the Apostle Paul. I shouldn't have said this guy. This man of God's on the move. And when they discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left and we sailed on Syria and landed at Tyre. And, and for there, the ship was unladen with burden. If you just look at those three verses, it's one place after another. Go, 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 go. What's the first thing he does? Verse 4, and finding disciples. You always have to get around disciples. You always have to get around the brethren. You always need to get around God's people. Finding disciples. All are there seven days. Who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go to Jerusalem. He said, don't go there. We know what's going to befall you. We know your head's going to roll. And he kneeled down, verse 5, and on the shore and he prayed, he's praying with these people. And they get in a ship and when they finished our course from Tyre they came to Polimus and saluted who they salute. First thing they went to find. Who'd they go find? Who'd they go find? It says it there in that verse, verse number 7. Who'd they find? The brethren. The brethren. Who'd they find? The Everywhere he's going he's finding these brethren. And the next day Verse number 8, we were at Paul's company, departed. It's going again. And he came to Caesarea. Who did he go looking for? And we entered the house of Philip, the evangelist. It seems like Brother Poussin, everywhere he went, I I want to get around God's people. I want to get around the brethren. And he found this evangelist. and, and, And he stayed there and he tarried there many days. Verse 10, and he came down from Judea. And a certain prophet named Agabus, when he was coming to us, took Paul's girdle and bound him with his own hand and feet and said, the Holy Ghost, so the Jews of Jerusalem bind thee. What's going to happen? He's with the brethren. Uh, notice what it says in verse 14. And when he would not be persuaded, what, what's he saying? I, I'm, I'm not going to listen. I am going to Jerusalem. We cease, the brethren cease, saying the will of the Lord be done. Verse 16, and they went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea. He had the had the the brethren went with them. Said, you're going to Jerusalem. We don't think you should go, but we're not leaving you. We're staying with you. The brethren want to be with you. Notice what he says in the next verse. And when we were come to Jerusalem, all right. Now they get to the next city. Who do you find? Verse number 17. The brethren received us gladly. Verse 18, and the day following, Paul went in with us unto James, and the elders were present. You see, what I find that everywhere he went, he was looking for the brethren. Verse number 26, and Paul took the men the next day, purified himself, and went and entered the temple. You know, as I was reading this recently in my own personal Bible study, I kept underlining everywhere he went, every city he went, every stop he made in chapter 21, and you go to chapter 20, everywhere he went, he found brethren. He found people. I'll tell you tonight, I love the brethren. I'm overwhelmed that the brethren would let me be their pastor for these many years. I'll tell you what the brethren are. It's the singing choir at North Valley Baptist Church. The singing choir has pulled me through personally in my own heart. I love the choir. I watch them come in here, and Brother Galbaugh is playing the prelude, and the orchestra's playing the prelude, and they come, and they keep coming, and they keep coming, and they're coming this way, and then they run out of room over here, and they come down the steps, and they sit over here, and they sit over here, and they sing. That's the kind of choir I want to have I don't want it where we have two people left and we can't get anybody to sing. Thank God for the choir. That's the brethren. I thank God. I thank God for the singing church. Oh, how I, I can hear you singing right now. I thank God for special music. Oh, we've heard so much. I thank God for the brethren that this year took Gospel of John's and Romans door to door, knocking on doors, trying to win people in Christ over now one Hundred thousand doors during COVID this year and last year Bibles to every person in every house in this city. I thank God for the prayer warriors. Some are shut in, some are not here tonight because they cannot make it here. But I'm thankful the brethren of prayer warriors and soul winners and their tithers. That good report I just gave you and the annual report coming, when you see all that's happened, I thank God for the brethren that tithe and they support uh, NBBS, the Christian School, and Golden State Baptist College. And I'm thankful for the President's Club member, record year of President's Club. COVID. The brethren, they see a need, they've risen up. I thank God for the sound system workers the bus workers, I thank God for the bus drivers, the bus mechanics, the Sunday school teachers, the live stream people, the radio workers, the housekeeping people, the gardening people. I thank God for the holiness of God's people, the publications people, the security workers, the ushers. What a sight when we see them line up here and in the balconies every service. Thank God for the brethren that are ushers and sit us and know us in our area. Area and talk to us. I thank God tonight for the orchestra and the pianists and the organists and the carpenters and the brethren who fuel the buses and dri- shuttle drivers and parking lot attendants. I tell you what, you can ta- you can criticize the brethren all you want, but not me. I tell you the work of God is getting done as a result of the brethren. You're looking at a man that has the brethren on his Thanksgiving list. I thank God for the painters and the parking lot attendants, and the electricians, and the builders, and the carpet tile, and the carpet layers, and those that remodel so many projects again this year and during the COVID two years. I thank God for the youth department, and the youth workers, and the youth sponsors, and all those, Brother Russ, that go to camp and give their vacation to go to camp to work with young people, and they come to youth conference and give their vacation. Oh, I tell you, thank God. I'm so very grateful for the youth sponsors. I'm thankful we have so many chefs. We have volunteer chefs. We don't have cooks. We have chefs in North Valley Baptist School, and they said it's our ministry, and we have three of them that go every day and make a meal. It drives me crazy when I preach over there Wednesday. They start with, the meat early in the morning and the garlic, Woo-hoo! just thinking about it right now. Oh, I thank God for the brethrenette, the ladies, and all the chefs. And I see chefs around here that do so much all in the church. I thank God for the chefs. I thank God for the deacons. I thank God for the brethren, the deacons and the deacons' wives and the staff members and the bilingual ministries. Amen, amen. And the nursery workers, and the preschool workers, and the volunteers, and the and the uh, financial supporters, and the media, and the graphic design. The brethren are the best. You get to the book of Acts and fifty-eight times he says, "The brethren, the brethren, the brethren." I'm so glad I don't know how to use the internet, where some that claim to be brethren attack the brethren. You're not going to find me wasting one moment of breath or one, one hand on a keyboard typing anything against the brethren. I love the brethren. As I come to Thanksgiving 2021, I wanted to find brethren this year and God gave them to me. I thank God for the brethren, for all that they do. I'll take the brethren over any crowd. Oh yes, brethren can wound us and attack us and they can backslide and they can get bitter and they can betray and they can be disloyal and they can lie. And sometimes with the brethren, there are bumps and bruises. And I don't say this to be humorous, but it sounds like marriage too. Sometimes there's bumps and bruises in marriage. And I'm glad for these years that she never threw me out, and I never threw her out. Because I love marriage. I'm so thankful that I'm married. I'm so thankful that I look back at, and it wasn't Mrs. Treber. It was that first, you heard me preach that first year. Oh, I had Brother Reamer's uh, the most difficult time at times—not all the time, but periodically just. Just adjusting. I adjust it real well in a men's dorm. We got along with those fellas, but then you you start living with your mate who's a dislike, she's not like, does she's not like a man. Thank God for that. I don't know where, my father was never this way, but I got this idea. Jack speaks, Cindy jumps. I didn't marry a jumper. <laughs> She's not jumping. It was difficult. And I think, what in the world's going on? I tried snapping my fingers to make her jump. She's not jumping. Well, I didn't do that. You know what I had to do? I had to learn something about marriage. And I was so grateful that I was able to dwell with her these many years now according to knowledge that word knowledge is the word we get the word science science is to study to make a a habit of studying this person and fellas I could just say to you maybe you ought to just be a little bit more studying your mate to get home at night and take your hat off and throw it in the house and if it doesn't come flying back in go in But if it's coming back, sleep outside that night. Say, no, I'm okay out here. Oh, I tell you what. I know. I I said years ago I was going to write a book about members. Nutcases I have known. Every church has nutty people. How many are sitting next to one right now? Kim, that is your sweet sister. Oh my goodness. It's your birthday today, I think, is our soon. Let me close her down. Paul sums it up this way in Philippians 4, 1. Therefore, my brethren, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy, my hope, my crown. Stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I guess it could perhaps get old to you because you hear me say at every service, I close, I say, I love you. I love this church so much. The church is not these buildings, but I remember building it. I can remember everything about this thing being built. The bulldozers, the excavating, the removal of the dirt the big auditorium below us here that had to be dug out. I can remember all the rebar going in, all the concrete, all the steel structures coming up, all the steel up there. The steel beams. This huge auditorium is longer than half the distance of a football field this way right here. It's a great building. 3,000 seats. I love this place. I love coming in here when it's dark and there's always the emergency lights on so you can see. I like just walking around here. Every church, and I'm not trying to be humorous, has a, every building has a, a smell that's, that, that, that smells like their church. This building has a smell, it's just our church. I love to walk in here and pray. I love to walk where you sit. I think this is where so-and-so family sits, or this individual here, or this widow, or widower, or this young person sits. I love God's people. Oh, yes, some have wounded, some have hurt, but I'll take God's people. Tonight on my Thanksgiving list, I want to say I thank God for the brethren. I am so, so indebted to you.